Hello and welcome to Podcast of Vito, a Big Brother podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and joining me as always are my brothers, Terrence. What's up? And Owen. Hello, hello. If you're new to the podcast, we recap, discuss, and analyze every episode of Big Brother Season 23. And with that, let's get into the recap segment of the show. Hashtag, but first, TM. Uh, so we got to talk about Friday's episode. I was I was prepared for you to say Sundays, and I was going to call you out. No, when did you guys watch? No, those? no. I think we watched it on Sunday. We no. yeah, we watched it in and I watched it no. in the time slot. I watched no, no, it on we watched Monday. It. I think. <laughs> we watched it on maybe Monday. We didn't watch it together. It was eight o'clock Sunday. I'm like, oh, Big Brother. Wait, I was watching football and that's when i watched it it was great i was also watching football it was a great game yeah what game was that it was kansas city ravens Ravens. oh yeah i watched that after (laughs) (laughs) and said terrence watched aza like destroy her game we gotta talk about how actually no it was uh it was after that uh well yeah it was it was the aftermath we saw the aftermath which is what we're gonna get into right now The fallout from eviction night, the the confounding eviction night where Aza had she she saw the the very narrow path and she decided to <laughs> That was a good impression actually. <laughs> I actually don't think an Aza impression's that hard. No, no, she doesn't have too many vocal texts or anything. Um and Aza figured that, that path involves taking the two strongest players with her to the end. She so as we know uh, she evicted Hannah, and we see the fallout from this with Big D announcing basically that he's surprised the veto was used on X by Kylan because he's operating under the assumption that they have a final three, the three guys, and the fact that Kylan just announced that he made some sort of deal that mm-hmm. that um, requires him to take X off the block. And I hope that it will be repaid at some point. Which <laughs> I remember thinking in the moment, and maybe I brought up on the pod or one of us did, uh, a weird move to just like blatantly be like, yeah, I'm using the veto on you because we have a deal. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, really short-sighted move. And the optics of it, I, I don't I don't see how he didn't see that it's just a bad look. And he does he did this a few times throughout the season mm-hmm. where he was kind of open about alliances and people didn't catch on. Now this is this one was obvious, but um like for example, when him and Tiffany were the last two up on the HOH of Tiffany one. Tiffany, what are you doing? Like not whispering, just saying it out loud. Uh, like <laughs> what are you doing? We Tiffany? have a deal. We have a deal basically. Um and this time I think it was really short sighted because for the same reason that this cast has been hung up on like sympathy votes and they think they hold some huge power, I think he really believes in the symbolic, like the the weight of a symbolic gesture. Oh no, he absolutely does. He he thinks that um, like legitimately people owe him if exactly. he does something for them, and that's just like not how life works. And I understand that you're playing a game and you think that the game might work that way. Yeah, but, but- it doesn't. Yeah, and, and the other thing here is, you know, Big D has every right to be annoyed by this because it wasn't entirely clear beforehand. It becomes clearer in the upcoming episodes in this episode, but he had final twos with both X and Kyland. So it, it makes sense that he was really kind of annoyed for being out of the loop here. This He should have just been sitting up there and 
Hannah should have been going home. No questions asked. I don't think he would have questioned anything. Correct. I understand that it's like okay for Big D's alarms to go off here, but it just made me angry seeing it like cut to his diary room and it's like, well, why are they being loyal to each other? They're supposed to be loyal to me because I've officially reached the point I've liked Big D all season. I wish he wasn't a part of this final four so badly. Well, because it's turned into now with Big D and Oz. It's like, all right, the adults are talking. That's what it's turned into with them, where it's like they they did get dragged to the end. And now where we only care about just pure game, there's no more yeah. intrigue or fun. It's just like, okay, like I don't need to hear what you guys have well, to you, say. You guys made some mediocre songs. We got a bit <laughs> out of it. They weren't even, like we said, we come up with better songs, at least, you know, our unbiased opinion, better songs in, you know, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, they had a whole summer to figure it out. All some, that's all they do. Yeah. They're, they have nothing to do. It does kind of feel like, especially as the week goes on here and we see them kind of bickering, like little kids arguing. It's like, okay, no, cut it out. Stop pinching your brother. Yeah. Like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. That That's the energy that they bring. So Aza explained that the reason that she went after Hannah is that she didn't feel like she had anything concrete with Hannah, which I think makes sense. And I think in a lot of ways, it sort of reflects one of the major problems in Hannah's game in particular, but also Tiffany's game to a degree. Tiffany had a lot more going on than Hannah did game-wise. But what I'm getting at is that it seems like Hannah and usually... Tiffany was with her when they would do it near the end thought that they made these ironclad deals, but it's like too little too late, you know? Oh, we made this final three laying in bed on day 67. I I don't understand. The con artists. artists, Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, in this case it was the, you know, wanting a woman to win that Hannah explained, but it's like, she explained it two days before this, happened i think the main lesson here though is if you're thinking you're on the same page with someone in this game i guess you just like have to flat out say like let's make a deal give it a name and then it might be legitimate because i could see how if you're hannah you're thinking like oh great me and aza really just came together on something we're clearly on the same page so I should expect her to have my back going forward. But no, they they didn't make a deal. So she didn't. That's an excellent point because what was ultimately Hannah's downfall was that Kylan made a deal that said, if I win next week, I'm going to protect you for a week. And, and we she, never saw this deal. We never saw that. But all, when she was explaining um, you know, her thought process, she said... Well, part of what I wanted on my resume was that I wasn't a liar. I didn't go back on any lot on any deals I made. So that that gets to your point exactly. If one thing is a deal line in the sand, very obvious, per, a person like that is going to, you know, stick by it. Whereas something kind of like, oh yeah, like we should stick together, doesn't hold as much weight. And I kind of get that, but I also think that the strategy of well, a point in my favor is that I didn't tell any lies is a weak strategy that only losers employ. Um, <laughs> like if she brings that strategy to the final two and argues that, what weight does that hold anybody? Because Big D said the exact same thing this week. That's a point in his favor. It's like, well, I don't want to break any deals. That's one. That's a, a mark against me. And frankly, for smart jurors, 
That's not a mark against anybody. There are seasons where that would work. Well, it works if you get there and, you know, you were able to mostly keep your word, but most of the time you can't get there if you just keep your word the whole time. Josh beat Paul. <laughs> well, okay, well, that was the worst outlier. Yes, but also, Nicole, I think it's kind of a false equivalency <laughs> in that um, it wasn't that Josh kept all of his deals, therefore they he just won. It was Paul. the fact that Paul had about like a 5% deal conversion rate. Okay. As, uh, when you when you need about probably like seventy percent, Nicole want to win the game. Nicole beat Paul. I think yeah. for the same reasons. Same reasons, but it's like, come on, that still well, makes me mad. He played such a good game. Oh, I know, but it would be games. Um, and there's a difference here. We kind of liked him, so we weren't offended by it. But you know, Kyland, if he got there, would have been the same thing. He has soured everybody in the jury. So my thing is though, it's like, what show he, are these people watching? He would win. Like, what do you, did they want to come that? on the show to play Big Baby? <laughs> 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 I wasn't even planning on going that route, but it's the, the Big Baby thing is like, it's this tantalizing thing on the mantle that I always want to mess with because it's like, ah, like, it's right there. A Big Baby isn't the right thing to use uh, here, but I it's wrote, funny. I wrote a Big D playing Big Baby note in yeah. my notes this week. <laughs> but um, what I mean is, you know, what are they watching? Like, do they want to just go and hang out for the summer and then vote for the nicest person? I mean, it for seems to them, be yes. a more common <laughs> thing now. And it, it just, it, this is, we've beat this dead horse quite a bit over the years on Podcast Vito, but it just gets me going. I'm a believer. Obviously, we have the Paul conversation and all the, all the time. I think he should have won. But also, like, let's not forget with those seasons, they were, like, marred in bullying controversies, and, like, he seemed to be the ringleader of everything. Well, I think there's a legitimate chance that Paul, like, might have fucking sucked. Oh, no, like, yeah, I, I actually... That's a good point. I actually think Paul did suck, but he played the best game. Yeah. And he, I don't think he was, like, the, like, big jock bully. He was, bull- he was a bully in the sense that he just basically manhandled the entire house and it worked <laughs> friendship <laughs> How, so that supposedly they're all nice but they didn't vote for friendship there are some parallels there between kylan's like mm-hmm. fake nice uh touchy-feely lovey-dovey fake smile thing and friendship and then meanwhile i'm gonna shiv you in your back you know yeah I mean? well yeah. paul was the type of guy who would call you like bro or buddy and you're like hey i'm not your buddy guy like your buddy pal <laughs> Um, all right, so enough about Paul. Uh, so Hannah told Big D, and this was on during the live show, but during a commercial break. Yeah, she, bef- when she was trying to fight for her life, basically. Yeah. Um, that Aza. <laughs> that <laughs> this, this I've read this sentence. No, fair enough. That Kylan <laughs> and Xavier were in a final two. Yeah, so, I think she might have even said this before. The veto was used. It, she did. And they did. It's and just, it's just incredible. They didn't connect the dots. Well, no, she was right. She was just like, yeah, they have a final two. That's you, you're screwed. And Big D was like, yeah, it's worse. Like, basically, he was like, yes, honey. Like, he, like, he just ignored it. And then he's shocked that he got put on the block. Yeah. But what's I think even crazier is that. And, and I don't think this really could have amounted to much for Hannah. So it's not like a woulda, coulda, shoulda. If they listened to her, she would have been saved because she right. was pretty much done. I talked ad nauseum last week about how 
if you have an HOH and you have that sick feeling in your stomach at the end of it, you failed. Well, watching this Friday episode, Aza didn't feel that way. She thought she killed it. And the only thing that she was hung up on, which I think is our next point, so I'll just get right to it, is I can't believe I got blindsided and they took over my HOH to the extent that I had to put up Big D, my main ally. Yeah, no, I that was her. That was what she was upset about. My, my main takeaway, because I was thinking a ton about how you were kind of like thinking that Aza, Aza has to have regrets here, and it was like, no, she knew what she was doing. Just a <laughs> moron, just made the wrong move. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too. She explained how I respect HOHs. I respect everyone's HOH. Uh, I want a T-shirt that just says "I respect HOHs." <laughs> uh, well, she buys into the thing. The other thing that we get mad about all the time with, uh, I think Owen especially, where it's just like, "Oh, well, the HOH—they're just the dictator. They just pick what happens." I know. It. I mean, it, it seems like it's modern Big Brother, and also, if if this is how people play, like I understand if you are HOH. You gotta try and take advantage of that. You oh, gotta, duh, you gotta yeah. try and make it known, like, well, this is what I want as HOH because it just seems like people will follow it. It's just bullshit, though, because like, there's no obligation to these people to follow this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's incredible is I understand that mentality for the first half of the game. Let's say it never stopped this year, like the entire game. That was mm-hmm. the way it went. So the other thing that we learned in this episode, although I feel like we might have touched on this earlier in the season, I don't think this is like. You know, the nebulous Kyland Aza deal <laughs> that changed the flow of the game. Uh, that yeah, when did that happen? Oh, they never showed us. No, that. no, that one. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking about something else. Uh, day two, Xavier and Big D formed a final two. We did. I don't I know if we, I feel like, this. I don't know. I, it wasn't on my radar, but I wouldn't be shocked if we were aware of it. I don't know. It I don't think they show, ago. yeah, and I don't think they usually show final twos early for them. They show some. They kind of like pick and choose. Yeah. I I don't know. It's kind of the it's as inevitable as like in sports, whenever a superstar player like plays bad to end the season, it's like, oh, wonder what injury they had. And it always comes out. Uh, Yeah. It's just always like no matter who makes it to the end, it's like, well, little did you guys know we actually had a final two the whole time because everyone has a final two. And some people, it just becomes more apparent to us as a viewer you know, really had a lot of them. And this year it's Kyland. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the people who employ that strategy and make it to the end and those who don't is who has the best social game. And I think, you know, with Kyland, one of his biggest issues is strategically, I think he oftentimes was on the right track and like thought the game well. But socially, I just feel like he botched all these relationships in, in his, I think everything was just too like uh, X's and O's for him, think. ones and zeros. You know what I mean? Like he mm. just didn't account for the the social impact of these interactions he would have with people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I I really just think he, I think he actually did account for it quite a bit because he is like as scripted of a person as you've ever seen, and just thought he was always in the correct emotional position with everyone. So he just miscalculated. I think he accounted for it just poorly. That's a good point. He did it poorly because he, he interacts with people like artificial intelligence as opposed to like a real person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think there's this really weird and interesting thing that big brother shows sometimes, which is there is no 
formula to being liked. <laughs> it's no, just something innate. That, you know. yeah, yeah, it's just something innate. And it's always sort of surprising to see who the people that the house guests don't like are because early on we thought SB was like a shoo-in to be on there on finale night because everyone liked her. <laughs> And yeah, Owen picked that one. And Owen picked Kylan because he's just like this guy's a saint. Well, I mean, no, I know. I, I'm saying because we the see we see the things that they want us to see when they first come in the house, and it's like, oh, like nice guy with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, we'll get into plenty of more Kylan talk. We, we yeah, should sorry, just keep, we, keep moving it through Friday. Kylan Pod. So, moving on, Xavier wins Podcast HOH. <laughs> Xavier wins uh, HOH um, and you know maybe spoiler alert a little bit but he's uh, saving his both reputation and ability to win the game he's winning he when really it matters is. because he did have the right mindset where this is a must win this is the must win HOH well, of the year which one was it, it again um, what happened? In, oh, I don't DNA, remember DNA. They were finding the pictures with. The oh yeah, yeah. But this that is kind of cool. I like that. This is a must-win HOH because it's like he said, it's the only HOH where you can play back to back. Usually, I wonder how it's often. I would love the BB Analytics team to get on. How often the person who wins this HOH wins, wins the, game. the game? I bet you there's a. I, I'm not going to say half, but like maybe almost half. I really. Owen. Maybe we, Owen, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> it would. I mean, it would only take like 15 minutes to figure out, but still, um, we only do it on the pod. Uh, one thing that Xavier noted is that like it, it was also important that he really show up because he's going against two fierce competitors. And this whole week, I've been wanting to fight against this like propaganda that is starting of Big D's done a lot in this game. Mm-hmm. It started with Kylan's vote against hannah where he like prefaced it with like big d has he's done done more than anyone realizes and and then (laughs) he's like an offensive lineman throughout the week (laughs) (laughs) he's in the trenches the most important player on the team it's like this obligation to talk about big d as if he like deserves to be there well but big d's here for it he propagates it oh i I mean of course he does but everyone else doesn't need to Um, that, that was a huge. I don't know what's oh, going on here. We've got an ad. That's our first ad read. He <laughs> <What the laughs> can't stop hell? it. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't. I wasn't even touching my phone. I'm not sure what happened. You know, I was thinking it would be kind of funny. We don't have ad reads, obviously. Um, so I've noticed lately that podcasts have evolved to now everything they advertise is either just a legitimate brand that you would normally see on TV. Oh yeah, or is a really good brand where you're like, wow, I heard about this on podcast and I finally decided to buy it and it's actually a really good product. Whereas back in the early days of podcasts, it was like the offshore gambling. Yeah. And <laughs> like, what would be funny is, is so if now we, that's us. Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be funny if we started getting ads and it's like, we're like these like real shady, like <laughs> offshore gambling and like, you know, the, I don't know, like the Instagram shirt brand so if you want to vote for or not vote if you want to put money on aza to win the game <laughs> you can go to whatever stupid <laughs> only legal in these states <laughs> yeah oh i would love to try and do the fast legal read oh yeah that would oh, be awesome that'd be incredible i'm hoping that um so like in new york sports betting is like legal it's coming right i'm hoping that next year we can, i can like place a bet on like who i think is gonna win uh BB because big, big brother, props, <laughs> but I think it's mainly online. 
Is I it? I could be wrong. Can I uh, pull us out of the Friday episode uh, recap here? Because I, I have something I need to say. Sure. So Xavier, he nominates Kylan and Aza. And I need to say the table downsizing has gone too far. Yeah, it's like they they can't actually all sit at the table. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, they got them down to pretty much a coffee table here. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's a huge house, a huge space meant for a big table. Like, I get there are less people, but like... This is Owen's like Jerry Seinfeld, where I was like, oh, this is a coffee table. They got them down to a coffee table here. This is America, manifest destiny. It's like, okay, uh, we were talking about ad reads, but I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I I... I get it. Less people. You can have a sizable table still. Our grandparents worked in a factory, so we wouldn't have to have a table this small. <laughs> um, you know, I always get kind of depressed with the small table. I'm always just like, why can't they just have the big table? It's a good question. That's what I'm asking. It's like a extreme home makeover <laughs> when they have those uh, massive farmhouse tables. It kind of uh, makes sense from like a... I mean, maybe even just a cleanliness standpoint of downsizing from like the big behemoth table, but getting down to like the Fisher Price playset version of it is not. What are we going to do with all these extra chairs? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as Owen mentioned, Aza and Kylan nominated and uh, uh, Kylan was 420 blazing. (laughs) It was like every time he's in the. He's a mess. That, yeah. that guy's not okay. No, I know. We'll, we'll talk more. <laughs> I think he might be borderline like Jackson Mickey territory. Well, he might be past worse. That. I, I, but there were rumors that Jackson Mickey, like, remember I we read? That, I don't think he's stable at all. Remember we read the Jackson Mickey, like, what actually happened? Yeah, I mean, Mickey that people was basically broke it down to like he had like an eating disorder. <laughs> he was depressed. <laughs> no, was but racist. it was also like all this horrible, yeah stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh what was it that brett like instagram like he he saw the red flags <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that was a thing who yeah. was the guy on this season that we were like yeah he's gonna be in a pool in vegas with brett winston and uh <laughs> jackson travis? mickey brent? i think it was travis, travis yeah, the brent. white guy with abs yeah yeah um, oh you mean frenchie no <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah terrence if you don't remember there, were, there was a brett instagram post of him with mickey and jack and it was like I saw the red flags and ignored them. Pretty but much. someone like, that's not the exact quote, but it was pretty much that. But it was because like someone the week before like said something about how there were red flags or something like that. With yeah, Mickey. it was a response to something. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh man! And then he defended himself on the Angela Rockstar show. No, that didn't actually. See, happen. this is where like I would pay to watch that. No, I how like all. this season. You know, I mean, you get to the end of the season and it always is like a little boring because it, like I said, it's only about the game. So there's no fun social stuff on the side anymore. And usually things are pretty set in stone in terms of like the alliances. Um, It almost feels like sometimes that we get down on it. I think it's been a really good season and it just shows how far we've come where they finally did a good job casting with not just diversity, but also uh, interesting, smart people for the most part. Oh, yeah. I'll Uh, say, I mean... I think the the narrative this has been a boring season is a little bit disingenuous because because like you said it, they, a lot of the casting things people have been asking for like they they pretty much nailed it like I thought it was a pretty good cast the only thing I miss is drama 
Well, but, but that's that's a personal preference, and that does not need to happen for the show to be good. The other thing I think people just ignore, I, I think because the cookout succeeded, they everyone just forgot about the drama of the fact that everyone resisted their pair going. That was the drama this season, and it was a big thing every Thursday episode, but we just decided, because it worked, we decided it was boring. Absolutely, and... That you're absolutely right that that is boom drama, but I want some like Taco Tuesday fireworks. Oh well, yeah. I mean, well, Taco I Tuesday. Want, I'm, I'm into coffee. Like I, that's what I want. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh I just think we're God, bro. <laughs> we're past the days of like ignorant, unhinged BS happening on Big Brother. Yeah, um, like to have damn. Taco Tuesday, <laughs> you have to cast Nick. Yeah, you have like, to cast someone cut. someone who literally <laughs> says that he wants to spit in someone's face. You have to cast yeah. that type of person. Yeah. Um, who has a Caesar cut. I'm just not sure if that's worth it. <laughs> or like a, a literal blockhead. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, or um, Jack's, um, Jason Mimosa. <laughs> that... You know, you can say a lot of bad things about that season, but it was fun to podcast about. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that season is problematic, but I laugh about it all the time. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to Wednesday's episode, Big D tells Oz about his final twos, but is... So, I actually got to take a step back here because this just Let's blew my mind. Back. Let's take a step back. So, Aza asked Big D... Do you have a final three with the guys? He smartly says no. And I'm like, okay, Big D, like actually telling a lie when you should tell a lie, which has been something that people have struggled with this season. But I will tell you that I have final twos, which are more valuable with both of them. And then Azza correctly was just like, so you realize that's the same thing. Did you steal... Fifty dollars for me? No, I stole a hundred dollars. Right, me. but I stole it in twenties. So, so <laughs> I, I have a lot of points to make on this. First off, uh, we actually saw it in Friday's episode, and in this moment with Big D of Aza just asking people directly about their deals that they have, and basically just getting like a grunt in response. Oh, yeah, X, yeah, X totally lied to her, which is like as like poor of an answer as you can get. I'm not sure if it really rang off alarm bells for her because I'm I'm just not sure what it takes for Aza to ring off the alarm bells. It's like just lie. <laughs> yeah. Um and then when it comes to what Big D was coming clean about here to her, it's another case of, oh yeah, you know your ally that you spent the entire summer with? Well you don't actually have a final two with her so why did they never matter. make a final two <laughs> they I, laid in bed together all summer it doesn't make any sense whatsoever but again you need you need the concrete deal i guess that means more than actually like forming a relationship with somebody so yeah. this is a great i'm sure terrence was loving this next moment um although one? see you know, it's like now we have like the hindsight of knowing what Kylan does at the end of thir- Thursday's episode. But I kind of thought Kylan was a little bit justified with what he said here. So um, in the bathroom, this whole week, this is a weird week. It was, I would say, not boring, but just like weird because it was just the whole week was watching Big D walk around just openly telling everyone 
how conflicted he was about who he's going to vote out. <laughs> um, it was very strange. I've never seen anything like this on Big Brother. Uh, and he goes to Kylan and says, like, is our final two good? Because, like, I have to pick who I'm going to vote out. And, like, I want to know if our final two's good. And this, I actually think, is a moment where Kylan was justified in being pissed. Because his point was, you are asking me this in a leveraged situation. So, I mean, like, he's right. He was being threatened. Okay, okay. Now, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish my point. agreeing with you. Kylan didn't handle it appropriately. He should have been like, yes, lie. Or not lie. It doesn't matter. It, It could be the truth. I think it actually probably was the truth. Um, well, I guess not with the X one. It wasn't. So he didn't handle it right in that he should have just, you know, like kissed up to Big D so that he keeps him. But he was right with what uh Big D was doing. hundred okay. percent. Sure. Hey, go ahead, Owen. Oh, I, oh, I, I want to think hey, about this one. Hey, I'm the only one who can vote one of the two people out. Is our final two still good? Because like, you know, it's like it's uh, obvious what he's doing there. Okay, I have a take. I have a take. Um, Kylan 100% handled it wrong. Should have just kissed up, said, yeah, it's totally good. Um, he didn't, which was the bad move. He was acting all wishy-washy about it. And obviously, Big D then gets concerned. Now, the follow-up argument that happens in the HOH room, I saw no lies in what Lyland was saying. Um yeah, well, this is more but egregious. It's it's a case of execution again, because this is really when he's getting on Big D being like, you're asking me this and holding this leverage over my head as if like I should be grateful when I've made all the decisions to get us further here. Like You haven't been put in a position to show loyalty, and I've done it over and over and over Which again. is true. It's true. It's completely true. Um. I think it shows that Kylan's still an asshole in this yes. moment because I'm not yeah, I'm not like defending him. I'm saying I could see a world and I don't talk like Kylan, so I would probably phrase it differently. You I don't? could see a world where I just got put on the block and then like an hour later Big D comes up to me and is like, Hey, like so is our deal still in place, so I don't have to vote you out where I would like snap at him. Okay. You guys make good points that Sure, it you can understand why he gets upset here. It it is kind of like it's convenient timing for Big D, and Big D has not you know carried his weight in this alliance. But it all comes down to Kylan is in the wrong here because he is not used to being the the one who is vulnerable. And the fact of the matter is, it's Big Brother, and not Big Baby. It's not it's not Big <laughs> Baby. Thank you. <laughs> Had to say it. What it comes down to is he everything that he did this week was based in something that is not a truth in Big Brother. And the truth is that lying like keeping your word is more important than anything else. Like he he believed that more than anything. Mm-hmm. And it submarined his game because here he let that he you prioritized that over thinking about like logically actually staying what will keep me here well that's why i think the second one was more egregious because like you've had time to process this and you're still taking this path true but then the other portion of it is 
the reason that like he he is assuming that you can take everyone at their word absolutely because he very clearly values that a lot but that's just a like a grievous error because mm-hmm. really General in big brother Kenobi. everything changes week to week so every week it is a worthwhile question to ask are we good and this is coming from the guy the guy is getting pissed off is the one that held little fucking meetings every time he had a bit of power to basically condescend and take advantage of his position with every other person in the house to the point of it being completely insufferable. So to be on the other end of it and now lose your mind the one time that yeah. someone asks you a question, it's completely disingenuous. It's bullshit. He sucks. And well, yeah, he I sucks. don't feel bad for him. He might be right, I suppose, in this one little interaction, but who cares? Well, like, and not only no does, one owes you anything. Not only does he suck, but we now know that he sniffs things. Well, uh, uh, I I have more to say on this, unfortunately, even though I like the transition. Um, <laughs> Sucks and sniffs. <laughs> um, I don't disagree with anything you're saying, Terrence, but this is just a clear... It's the flaw in taking scrubs to the end because... Uh, we're all the type of guys of like if you catch us in the right mood you could like get us to like be a little snappy with you sure and what are you talking about (laughs) in in the moment where like big d of all fucking people that i just you you probably really like as a person if you're in the house with him but if you're thinking game wise there's just no way you have any respect for him and then he holds your game in his hands it would be like really difficult not to be mad about that. It would be, and you hit the nail on the head when you said it's the flaw because you can't bring someone to final three and then not treat them like they're in the final three. Exactly. I think the big flaw that we've realized that Owen sort of brought to my attention, you can't bring two scrubs. No. Just one. We yeah. We don't want Absolutely. no scrubs. I can't bring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you can't bring two. It's got to be one. Yeah, just one. I was going to try and make a, a further statement on like the type of scrub the one has to be. I think the type of scrub has to be the big D type, actually, and not the Aza type. Well, well go ahead. I, I want to say not to bury the lead of the, of the rest of the stuff we're going to be talking about. but like Sounds like you're about I'm, to bury it. I'm terrified of the fact that we have two scrubs versus one competent player. Yeah, yes. I'm a little I scared. Say this. I'm a little and, scared. And Kyle and Xavier are also worried about it because they're like, well, it's the obvious choice if either one of them somehow win is to take the other one. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it is a little scary. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> so, just a thought. Yeah, uh, just my thoughts. Uh, what I meant by that, though, with there's two types of um, uh, scrub. There's the big the D type. You can't get no love from me. <laughs> there's the big D type. And big D was a little, he subverted this a little bit, but he was pretty much just the one everyone liked. But he did have some drama. And then there's the Aza type, which is the person who lays in bed all summer. I think you're better off taking the, the person Victoria. everyone liked and just hoping that, like, it's like, well, this person didn't do anything. Do you remember Victoria? Um, Made the final three? Yes, I believe so. I think it was Derek's season. I could be wrong. Derek's season. She yeah. Third. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Same, same exact gameplay probably the best type of kind of scrub that you could hope to take would be like what steve did with one of the twins oh my god thank you steve i really needed the money (laughs) (laughs) 
okay, so I loved that twist, by the way. The twin twist. Oh, I, I miss goofy twists like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Xavier ends up winning POV, having a great week, winning when it matters, and Kylan realized that this might have sealed his place in his personal game. He Terrible performance. First Xavier one out. Xavier holds his life in this game. Also, <laughs> we, we need to... Uh, you know, give some respect to, you know, people are starting to worry and wonder if Big D is a powerhouse competitor because he came in second and Azza didn't do bad in this one. Oh, just a little note. After, I think it was Friday's episode, Azza was talking about how now there's a target on her back because she won HOH. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, We do need to bring up, I know I, I stepped on the transition, but... No, you stepped on it. We're not bringing it no, back up. We are, no, we are talking but about Kylan, this. Uh, <laughs> there, I will leave the pod if we don't talk about this. There, First there's ever like walk a certain out. level of I understandable, I guess. Like, you cut open a pineapple, he smells it. It's like, fine. Sure. A little weird, but like, fine. Well, no, I mean, like a, a nice fruit. Sure, you can smell it. This, like, lovemaking he was doing with the tortillas... Holding every single tortilla from the pack, mind you. He put some back. Just rubbing it on his face as he smelled it. What Freshly the hell is going ditch- on? Dishes. Yeah, I'm I'm horrified. This turned my stomach. Have you ever Xavier's face watching it was hilarious. Oh, the floss is what got me. I could not believe that. Now, uh, the the thing that's funny about that is that was clearly just like a like hidden camera catches yeah well and you know the one that i do do is do do uh slippers because every year it's like sure how do these get smelly so fast it's one thing to check things that you know might stink to see if they stink you don't fucking stick a tortilla on your head and then (laughs) it's just just what are you smelling for (laughs) there's no practical reason was it was like oh this is kind of funny like he sniffs things and it was like Nope, still sniffing the tortilla. Oh, and he's still sniffing the tortilla. <laughs> now it's on his face. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Xavier's just there, like eating his PB and J. Like, okay. Uh. <laughs> also, I love Xavier. Grow up, eat the crust. Like he didn't eat the he crust. Wasn't eating the crust. Oh, he he wasn't just not eating the crust. He was leaving like like an inch of you know, left. You know that is a thing that like some adults just carry into adulthood, and it. I mean, like, I actually, I find the concept of eating a PB&J, not the crust, gross. I need, the, I need the sturdiness of the crust. Same with why I, I won't eat a uh, creamy peanut butter PB&J. I need the crunch. I'm with you. I don't know what it is. I just need it. Uh, I, I love creamy peanut butter. I like creamy peanut butter. I just don't like creamy peanut butter PB&J. I'm with you. Uh, but the best it's part, settled. too, the best part, too, was the final sniff where he was just like... Mm, it smells good. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, you didn't see I, that. I don't recall that moment. It was. I, it I was like out. a. It was like a towel. <laughs> it was like a towel, and he was just like, mm, it "Smells good." <laughs> 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 like I understand if, like, oh, hmm, sat in the wash a little bit too long. Is mm, oh yeah, I got to run it again. That type of thing. But like, yeah, gross. I, you know, and I, I think I'm actually one of those people who just like I don't have a very strong oh, sense of smell. Have you ever realized randomly during the middle of the day that you stink? 
Yes. Oh well, yeah. I mean, oh, there's no worse feeling in the world. Yeah, I'm I'm super cognizant of that. My my uh, one of my biggest fears has actually been like, what if I just have a stench that everyone knows is like the Owen stench, <laughs> and like I don't know about it because I'm nose blind to it? That would be horrifying. <laughs> I, don't I think, think that's like do. a pretty common fear. Yeah, I don't think you do. Thank oh, you. Oh, Owen has weird some... nose blind. To it. <laughs> it's the Shannon stench. <laughs> oh no. Well, you know what? Uh, it's because we watched too much Big Brother. Cause remember Austin? Speaking of the twins, it was just like, yeah, Austin stinks, <laughs> and like that was like his BB comic. <laughs> uh, Austin does stink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kylan wants X to reciprocate loyalty with the POV and use it on him because that's how Kylan thinks. That's all about tit for tat. And, you know, quid pro quo. What have you done for me lately? If you're Derek, nothing. Yeah. Well, but but a week ago, he's done so much that we never saw. Yeah, exactly. It, it's all it's all what's convenient. Yeah. So moving on to Thursday's episode, which this was just the episode where we watched Big D walk around and talk about not alone, like, you know, what usually happens where they just go and talk alone to the camera or in the diary room, just to the people whose fate is in his hands. <laughs> uh, so to start off, Kylan and Azza are not the same. <laughs> Who did he say this to? Uh, Big D. Yeah. Because he like he couldn't believe that Big D was going around talking about how hard of a decision this was and how he's trying to emotionally balance his relationship with Kai and Azza. And while we just acknowledged a few minutes ago that may- there is some legitimacy to like, you know, why is he making this so difficult for Kylan? At the same time, like Kylan's a prick. That's really all I wanted to get it's, out of this. It's a again another moment of I don't necessarily not understand Kylan's thought process when he makes these arguments, but no one feels any like desire to go with someone arguing about their own entitlement. To something and he's pretty much arguing I'm entitled to move on here because I've played a better game he has played a better game but you don't act like you're entitled to it really what it all came down to is uh, an age old uh, saying gotta win the veto uh, from <laughs> get ready Brittany. for the veto yeah uh, uh, one quick thing I wanted to mention uh, well I want to make a point on that what you, we were talking okay, about you say that. so my point was going to be and this kills the flow of it, but Azza's in X's DMs, Kylan's in the gentlemen. We are not the same. Eleven point six k favorites. No, uh, my tweet would do better because I would screenshot that and say LMAO, and then yeah, that would do better. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I didn't have anything super important, but. Uh, there, there was a dead giveaway with the POV. I know we're going back a little bit here. Uh, my wife pointed out, my wife, my wife pointed out that uh, during the DRs talking about the POV, before we knew the results, Kylan had a tomato eyes. So she well, goes, but he oh, always does. He lost. Yeah. So we knew instantaneously. It was great. I, I actually didn't read into it that much because as Brennan said, he always does. But it's been a, a bad year of catching them uh, giving shit away through diary rooms like the the famous Frenchie paint 
on his hat. Mm-hmm. Only oh, one yeah. color of paint, which meant he only got one question right. Love that deductive reasoning. That's seductive, right? What? Yeah, deductive. Se- deductive reasoning? Not seductive, which it sounded like you said for a moment. <laughs> no. I'm talking about deductive versus inductive. Yeah, I always get that kind of mixed up a little bit. All I've, right. I've actually never heard inductive used before. So. All right, Grammar Pod, here we go. Let's look it up. I should know the answer. I'm actually shocked you you aren't. Um, but moving on. Well, first let's find out. I misspelled it seductive. <laughs> All right. So, Got to fill time here. Uh, I'm in Azas in the DMs and <laughs> let's workshop this. Uh, deductive reasoning or deduction is making an inference based on widely accepted facts or premises. Inductive reasoning or induction is making an inference based on an observation, often of a sample. I think this was actually inductive. Wow. I've actually I've never heard inductive used, genuinely. All right. Yeah. This is exciting. Groundbreaking stuff. I haven't here. heard the word it. inductive since like my standardized test days. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh so Aza offers to come off the block to vote out Kylan because uh, Big D was telling X, like, I don't know what I'm going to do in, in front of Aza. And Aza's like, uh, I'll do it for you. I'll just I'll vote him out. Twist Which my arm. Is was funny, but then I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. She could have just gotten him out on her HOH. Yeah, because I will send his ass out. I've been wanting to send him out since week six. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like you could have. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but you decided to send out Hannah, who was invested in the vision of a woman winning. Yeah, but I isn't it pretty clear at this point that the only people invested in that vision were Tiffany and Hannah? Well, but why would Nas be invested? It's like what I it's like the inverse of what I said last week where or maybe it was two weeks ago where Hannah was like, I don't think X, Big D, and Kylan think that way. It's, it's because they're not women, so it doesn't include them. Well, I mean, Aza was interested in it in so far as she was the woman that won. Yeah, yeah, and a very narrow path. I mean, pretty pretty much everyone is in it for themselves. Shocker. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. The two conclusions here: ours. everyone's in it for themselves, and Aza is bad at the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, and well, actually, I think there is a little bit to talk about on that, which was I was pretty much thinking X has to do this. In fact, I think he should have. It's the only way for him to have eliminated risk. Exactly, which he's a lawyer. I don't understand why he took the risk. I think I, I do understand why. Well, yeah. Do you think the the loyalty play with Big D was more important and guarantees that Big D takes him to the final as opposed to Aza? Uh, I think it was more jury management and that I don't think he cares as much about Kylan's vote, which I think is smart because he's not going to convince anyone on the jury than he does about Big D's vote. And Big D could have been... rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. E- yeah. Even if it was understood like, hey, like I'm doing this for you, Big D, so then you don't have to have the blood on your hands of taking the vote, you could see a world where it rubs him the wrong way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so... X and Azza have both made it clear that they will take Big D to final two, um, leaving Kylan to be the odd man out. Uh, and I think this is 
interesting. I, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I really struggle with who is the better taco to take to the final two. Is it Big D, the guy who everyone liked but did get involved in a lot of drama, especially with Tiffany, so there are plenty of people who don't like him and wouldn't vote for him. Or Aza, the person who I don't think any, anyone had an issue with. It wasn't like a Sarah, Be- uh, Sarah Beast. Sarah Beast. Um, what's funny is I wasn't going to call her that there. I just accidentally did. But um, it wasn't uh, an SB situation where not only did she not talk to anyone, but no, like there was malice behind her silence. Um, people didn't seem to have an issue with Aza, but... No one seems to respect her game, but you could see a world where it's like, well, like, you know, the first black woman, woman, she did win an HOH. You could see a world where you could lose to her. You you absolutely want to be sitting next to Big D, 100%. Oh, I yeah. disagree. I think you absolutely want to be sitting next to Aza. The, uh, well, because uh, oh, the people invested now I, in, in yeah. Oz being the first black woman to win, there's two. And, okay. and that's not going to be a jury-wide but thing. We, yeah. We understand that now because we had a segment where we saw the jury talk. But if I'm in the house and I'm thinking about it, I would be thinking. About okay, that. I mean, we can basically have the Aza versus Big D argument that they had on the show here, which True. was uh, another moment of me just like being offended the whole time watching the show. Of like, we really have to watch the children argue about like who's been less of a zero yeah uh, uh <laughs> i i made a joke while watching it like actually xavier and kylan should just sit them both down and be like you're both losers it's okay like neither of you did very much <laughs> we brought you here because we figured you give us the best chance of winning exactly um hey, kylan would have had that talk with them and then it's been like well it's just we, sexual. we are not the same <laughs> um the reason I think it's obvious that you would want to bring Big D is because there's literally nothing he can hang his head on. At least with Aza, she has an wow, HOH win. Second place finishes on. And if... Power The house. final well, one at the end, too. Well, we think there's only two people that would be invested in like the black woman winning narrative, but seeing the jury segment this week... Claire. Before Kylan right now, the only guy is DX. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, oh, okay. You you don't necessarily oh, want to Brittany risk. Too. She does have Brittany. Mm-hmm. And you could maybe see a world where it's Claire. Uh, I think it... Okay. No, okay. no Claire did I, not I, I like think, Xavier. Personally, I think Claire is too big of a game fan, even though she like said in her interview that she would like really have a tough time voting for Kylan, even and if she played the best game. Claire yeah. is jilted. She is not happy. At this point? Uh, she well, didn't seem to be. Well, she wasn't at first for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, we're she, actually she into the jury. Fine perfect. In the jury segment, Are you kidding me? Today, Claire? I thought she seemed very annoyed watching the game. And, You're like, talking about last week, right? No. Are you mixing her up with Are Sarah? Are you Beth? mixing her up with like Sarah Beth or? I think you guys need to go back and watch the tape. Uh, no, Claire. Bad body language. No, Claire was just like in awe of Tiffany the whole time. Yeah, and, and mad that like people like Kyle and Xavier are still there. Oh, well, yeah. But that's very mad, mad from a why wouldn't you take a shot at them perspective, not like right, ready to like, be petty. She she had Xavier's name in her mouth every time someone asked her who she wanted out. Yeah, but I don't think that was because she disliked him. I think it was because she recognized he was the player to beat. I agree. Because he's a gamer. I agree, but I... I was surprised by the jury house segment 
because it seems we have been saying that Claire is game oriented and that's how she's going to vote. I don't think I don't know if that's the case anymore. She doesn't. She seems to be one of the people who might vote personally. I would be. I think that's going to be one of the more interesting votes if it ever came down to, particularly Aza versus Xavier. So let's keep going with this jury house segment. Um, I love that Brittany is in the jury house. It it makes my week watching <laughs> Brittany in the jury house. So she brings. I mean, she brings the noise quite literally. There, there is a perfect amount of Brittany, and we have found it. Yes, yes. Approximately thirty-two seconds a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need of Brittany. Anything else, a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But I would love to just if if they could like make her reenact her veto win at yeah. the at the jury house next week. Did you see her reaction to BB Comics? <laughs> yes. It was like, oh. BB Comics, like hand motions and everything. <laughs> oh, Let's she's, go. She's perfect. Brendan, you and I had a conversation while watching it uh, just about like Britney's constant energy. Like we've never felt this in our lives. Yeah, I know. Like uh, it's, it's like there is no scenario where I can get excited about something like that. <laughs> it's just like I can't do it. I'm not physically capable of it. I think the only thing in... Big Brother, like lore, that would really hype me up pretty, pretty good is Zingbot. No, right? O-tab, it's not that I don't feel excitement. Yeah. It's just that I would react like just like a normal. Nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, ask our mother. Uh, my, my, my my reactions are constantly put under a microscope, and they're never good enough for anyone because <laughs> I'm not like the most emotive person. <laughs> I'd be moaning. <laughs> That's great. Uh, anything else with the jury house? Um, well, we'll talk about Vladir later. Yeah, I, we, we can. Oh, and Tiffany fully explained both the cookout and the, the duos, and everyone loved it. And I'm glad that she was the first one sort of in there from the cookout so that she can get the credit she yes. deserves. Yeah, she I got agree. to plant her flag. I agree. And also, I mean... Sarah Beth is unbelievable. <laughs> oh yeah, she's the only so uh the only person who liked her, she's now turning the jury against she's actively incredible. campaigning against Kylan despite his like great resume to this point. That's my bestie. She he, she's incredible. Sarah Breath. And also <laughs> Sarah Beast. I do I do like how Tiffany handled it in that she made it clear to all of them like there was never an eviction where like your pair person wasn't trying to keep you mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, yeah. So that's a good PR move. Uh, Hannah was also evicted. It sounds like we're not going to like talk about her. Well, I mean, there wasn't really, there really wasn't anything. Yeah. Unfortunately I liked Hannah, but that was kind of the story of Hannah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We fall in love with certain house cuts every year guests every year based on potential for like what we think they could be and what we think is going on behind closed doors and some people yeah. have it, some people don't and I, I mean think she's on the, the don't side I also just sort of mean that I think she was likable at times and that's why she did win some BB bucks she, she didn't tell America to wipe their butts with the BB bucks she was likable because I have so many of them. but she just kind of disappeared yeah yeah she you can wipe your butts with that BB box America She's just not a reality star. Right. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of what it to. is. 
She's a, a neurosurgeon. <laughs> Soon to be. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll, she, I'll get her on my neurosurgeon Will. fantasy team. She she can yeah like we got Doctor Will and that's about it so far. He doesn't operate on brains, but sure. Well, but he operates. Xavier's a lawyer. He can get in there. <laughs> uh, all right. So Xavier does not use the POV, and this is where I was saying it's like he should be the most risk averse guy there. I thought. I mean, maybe it's just the edit. I thought the writing on the wall was clear. I think if I was in Xavier's shoes. Maybe he, I do think he probably was thinking jury management and that maybe will turn out to have been the right decision. But I think I would have uh, taken Aza down for the sure vote. But the edit is supposed to leave it vague, right? We don't know if beforehand he had some good conversations with Big D and it's like, Big D, this is my guy till the end. I have my most trust in him. If he gives you pretty reasonable assurance that he's going to vote out Kai at that point, you kind of have to go with it. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like they would have shown us something like that. No, well, they they, they never intrigue. They never show you when like a clear cut answer has been true concluded. So, Kylan goes out in maybe the so Terrence. You said you wanted drama. This is like the worst we've ever had. This is drama. Okay, this is drama in a way I didn't want to see it. Like that, I was uncomfortable watching this. Well, I was uncomfortable, but. Oh, I wanted to see it. <laughs> I mean, I did. It's want reality to see it. TV. Wrong. Um, Kylan refused to leave the house, and then started saying to uh, to Xavier. Well, first he was like, "What about notice? Was I going to get notice?" And like, <laughs> it's like waiting for an eviction. Notice. You know, it is funny because pretty much every time Kylan talks, you like don't understand what he's talking about, and people have said that about him so like anytime the show has to show us a kylan conversation i'm having a hard time following because it's like i don't really understand like the point that's being made here because he's talking so passively yeah uh so he's like what about notice you know and it's just like basically oh well like sorry kylan but like we had to uh you know big d's like i i don't think i could beat you yeah Uh, and x said i respect your game enough to know that you would have turned the tides and kept yourself here, and I needed to get you out for my game. Right. And so that's why you didn't get notice. And yeah, well, the, there was also the great moment where I admired just like Xavier under pressure, where he keeps pressing him on like why their deal didn't work and why there's no notice, pretty much. And Xavier was basically just like, yeah, I mean, it's the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Made the, made, did not make the mistake that Derek X made. Don't don't give your target a warning. Yes. It can only work against you. Right. Yeah. And actually, he even then explained that where it's like, I think you could have gotten in Big D's head. Yep. Uh, so then things took a turn. So first he, he goes, what about Kobe? And again, things that I couldn't understand because it's hard to follow Kylan uh, talking. Um, and I'm thinking, did they have some sort of agreement where it's like we're winners, like mama mentality? Yeah, it, it was. So I'm like Girl laughing, dad. and then it's like Xavier's response is, "Are you talking about my nephew?" And I was like, "Whoa, this yeah. is way darker than I thought." <laughs> yes. Who's six or seven years old and just and, lost his father? Yeah. Oh, I. Oh, Dark Island. It's a real thing. We talked about it last week. Dark Island. This is. I mean, this is worse. I mean, this is like 
actually reprehensible behavior. Oh, he's a shithead. Um, he's a, a complete shithead. I mean, uh, to give the full recap, though, he then keeps following up and is like, well, was all of that stuff about you wanting to be a role model, like, was that fake pretty much? And then Xavier just keeps repeating, don't bring up my nephew. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Kylan's response was, like, it's out of my control. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Kylan, like, possessed by some, like, god figure? Yeah. And, like, he's just the prophet on Be- Earth. Beazle, Beelzebub is telling me to... Uh... <laughs> this, uh, to reiterate, again, was, like, not a fun reality TV drama no. moment because... Yeah, but it, it was I shocking. Mean, okay, we, we've had our fun here. Like, haha, Smiley Kylan, probably a psycho. When it's like, oh. like actually seeing the psycho moment, it was like chilling. The, I mean, yeah, this guy did enough stuff during Justice Week of of Big Brother to like be on a list. Oh, I mean, like I think <laughs> he, he freaked me out so many times. I think he legitimately lost his job there. Did yeah. he have a job? Yeah, he's he, is he he like, like a, a child CEO. counselor. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah. So so there's him and then Nick, the other uh, yeah. child psychologist. Yeah, apparently, like, I was about to make, like, a generalization. <laughs> like, let's not do that. There's, so, like, a lot of wonderful well, like, child 100% psychologists. 100% of the child psychologists who have gone on Big Brother <laughs> should not be child psychologists. <laughs> but, uh, and then credit to Xavier once again. Uh, he kept his cool generally there where it's like, uh, yeah, like, I recommend that you don't keep going down this line of discussion. But um, the thing that was, I think, very notable was that uh, I'm drawing a blank. I was going to say, what were you going to say, Terrence? Well, I was going to say there's been plenty of lesser offenses that have earned a punch in the face. Oh, so that's the point I was going to make. Our dad, I think, I think it was our dad, made the comment of like, I legitimately think that he was trying to get Xavier to punch him so he could stay in the house, which oh. is like actually like almost what he was doing. Like he wouldn't leave. Well, that's a classic reality TV move, right? Uh, you know, watch the challenge, watch any of those like VH1, MTV, Bravo type shows. Like that stuff happens. So that wouldn't mm-hmm. shock me. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then I'm glad Xavier didn't do that. <laughs> but so, oh, so my one thing I do think was notable just reading the body language of it, like he, he had. I think he has his arms behind his back the whole time, mm-hmm. which good move. Don't move him. But he did give him like a step up, like get in his face, like mm-hmm. intimidating Xavier. I did like seeing that. And, and the best part about it, though, bringing it back to reality TV, he then walked outside to just a giant picture of him quite literally as a jackass. And just did the big Kylan grin when he saw no, but oh. No, but they had the jackass picture. Oh, yeah. But. R- didn't you notice his reaction oh, when they're right, going to commercial? Right away, he he sits down and has the big smile on his face. I mean, it, we're watching Psycho. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. I, it, it's like watching uh, Nightcrawler. I haven't seen that, but I, I know but the it's, general it's premise. it's like it. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? First of all, Julie Chen outfit. Ooh, geez. Secondly. Um, Lordy. That, that was Terrence's Lordy. Michael Wilbon. <laughs> <laughs> but... How are you not going to press Kylan after this? Oh, my God. I was, I was actually kind of annoyed by this, especially since there was the slam dunk follow-up. He went on a rant about the gentleman, being a gentleman, and honor and integrity. The obvious follow-up is like, so it seems like uh, something that you're very focused on, Kylan, is 
being a gentleman, honor, and integrity. So what was that at the end there? It's like the perfect question. Oh, yeah. And she should she should have done it. Was she afraid he was like going to jump across at her? I mean, who knows? Like he he does not seem okay. He seemed unhinged in that moment. I, I don't think Julie like... has ever dealt with a house guest that was in that sort of situation because it's always producers dealing with those moments. True. I feel like a defamation lawsuit is going to be filed by uh, Kyland in the future. Oh yeah, because no, he's a big like class action lawsuit. That's what I'm like, saying. I, I feel like he will try and sue CBS Viacom. Well, no, I mean he wants to come back. He invited himself oh, back on. This, oh my god, I had to the cover gall. my face when he said that. The, well, she said expect the, the unexpected. Stones? Are you kidding me? I would like to be on the Amazing Race because. Well, you, you know what that takes. You need to have fans. Yeah, like you need oh. you, you can be you can be a pain in the ass and have fans and they're bringing you back. Right. Yeah. Good point. Um, I'm the, assuming I, I actually think the only deal where he gets back on is where they tell him the serial killer in you that has to be you now. That's your personality. <laughs> it's like uh, the dark Kermit the Frog in the mirror, like telling Kylan, like this <laughs> yes. is what the energy you got to bring. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's that. And we've got some goodbye messages for Kylan. I want you all to know that I hear you. Team Owen has been a bright spot for many of you this summer, and I have incredible empathy for the fact that Kylan's actions tonight may have tainted that for many of you. We at Team Owen are dedicated to building a culture of family and togetherness and joy. And we do not feel Kyland was much of a team player tonight. I bet you weren't expecting me to give a goodbye message to myself. But let's take a step back. Because I'm not actually going home. The world will find out on finale night that I wasn't evicted tonight. Oz was actually evicted. But Grodner doesn't want you to know that. This is the big Lyland. And all of my philosophizers will be vindicated when the big Lyland is revealed on finale night and I win the Big Brother game. As they say, expect the unexpected. Stop the steal. Speak you want in charge, please let it go. X gonna give it to you. He win the veto and it X gonna give it to you. Big D finishing it. First year on the block, then we take a oath, then we let it pop. Now you're going home. X gonna give it to you. He win the veto and it X gonna give it to you. Big D finishing it. Alright, let's get into BB Vardir, the segment where we break down how we think the jury's gonna break it down. It's the second time. I've done that. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. A lot less options this time. A lot less options. Uh, basically, we have the jury. Um, two men, six women, and I think it's going to end up being two men, seven women. 
Could be, but we'll, I think there's we'll, a very good we'll, chance. We'll talk through all those, yeah. So let's let's talk through. So that. okay, first final two. Well, let's do the one I just said. Without so this would be, <laughs> this would be Xavier Big D then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll hold up the hands for the vote. Here he is, Xavier Big D. Let's go. Right is Xavier. Big D is left, just for the folks at home. Okay, okay Brittany uh, Big D. Brittany goes to Big D. Uh, who's next? Um, Derek F. Or Derek, Derek sorry. Derek <laughs> goes to Xavier. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, who's next? <laughs> we'll get this down. Um, is it... Oh, uh, Sarah Beast. Sarah Beast. Uh, Xavier. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, easily. Uh, she Kings. made a case for Xavier. Yeah. Kings. Um, Claire? Claire's one of the next ones, yeah. Uh, I, I would think say Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Um, Alyssa. I, I do I do think Claire is more wild card. Yeah, I think it would go to Xavier. Though. Alyssa goes to Xavier. Um, Tiffany goes to Xavier. And yes. Xavier has one big brother. Yeah, he gets Hannah and he wouldn't get Azza, but that's okay. He still might get Azza. He might, he might get, get Azza. Um, it, would dep- it also would depend how the final three goes down. If she feels slighted by one of the two. That reminds me, we forgot to mention that uh, Azza and Xavier watched CSI Vegas. Oh, <laughs> how cringeworthy was that? Um, you know, I, oh, I, I do want to add, like, e- even if it might not be like a great movie, seeing something like Dear Evan Hansen in the house, it's like, okay, new release. What's well, like crap? Like, it, it's yeah. something. Well, it does. But, like, great. You get the opportunity to watch a CSI episode. Yeah. That's I would ridiculous. be like, don't choose me. Yeah. I'll stay downstairs. So, I. I still like to revisit the Dear Evan Hansen moment because that was actually funny to watch. Oh, Sarah, Beth, and Kylan crying, and like they kept cutting to like different moments where they were just like, (laughs) (laughs) and then just the occasional like pan out where it's just like Xavier is just like nothing, (laughs) just like yeah, this this is a movie. Uh, (laughs) I've seen it before others. Oh, and I were talking about it. It's like I feel like. Right when that ended, Sarah Beth and Kyle were probably like, you know, crying, like, good movie. And then Xavier probably did the, yeah, that was uh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to bed. Um, but uh, the, maybe the most intriguing, Xavier Big D final, where does Kylan's vote go? Oh, Kylan. Um, Actually, D. like, I, like, legitimately think he would, like, commit seppuku with the key. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine his speech? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm standing by it. Uh, this is my prediction for Kylan putting the key in, no matter who the final two is. Is he'll just go, "I love you both," and then he puts his key. No, on. see, my prediction has been that he'll say a lot of words that don't really connect. No subject predicate. You know what I mean? Like it's like very <laughs> passive, fake deep. So, but would he go for Big D or X? Like, this is a really good one because those are the two people that screwed him over. I think he'd go Big D. I think so too. Okay, I want to hijack this because <clears throat> I I don't even think it's worth going through the Xavier Aza scenario because I think we'll just. Oh uh, yes, the... it is. We just talked about the scenario where the women decide that they want. Well, I mean, okay, then we give Aza seven votes. <laughs> no, not every woman. There are certain people who would be prone to doing that, and some who wouldn't. Um, I really, genuinely, 
I do not think anyone would be able to justify it. Um, I think she would get a few votes, uh, mostly from friends like Brittany, maybe. What's Big up, D. Julie? Um, I really think the unfortunate scenario that needs to be discussed is if Xavier somehow does not win this last HOH mm. and he does not go to final two, <laughs> we have scares. to break down the Big D and Aza final two. That's terrifying. Okay, so yeah, we're just like, all right, Xavier wins either in final two. That he's in. Okay. Uh, Big D, Aza, Aza wins, period. Well, let's talk it through. Let me explain the rationale, though. Okay, sure. So, Aza, again, has the benefit of almost the entire jury being women. Aza won an HOH. It's not that simple because their resumes are so negligible, both of them, that personality is going to carry a lot more weight than it should. I don't know. I literally think one HOH might. It could might be, be for people who, if people want to go just on resume. But like, Asa didn't even interact with people this summer. If that's true, which it might be, um, if people genuinely don't have relationships with Asa, then I could see her not making it. But we're, I mean, she's facing a traffic cone that can make funny jokes. True. Okay. But then let's just go <clears throat> one, one by one. Um, Brittany. so Brittany, Aza. I believe goes Aza. to Aza. Yes, it does. DX. Uh, I think, I think it goes to Aza. I think it goes to Derek. I don't think, I didn't get the impression that, uh, DX and Derek and the other Derek were friends because I think, I legitimately think, uh, Big D was petty about the fact that everyone liked DX so much. Maybe, but also I don't think he was remotely impressed by what Aza did in the one time she did anything. So true. Can we, for for Devil's Advocate' sake, have that go to Derek F or yeah, Derek F just to see where mm. we stand? Um, I'm gonna or you guys uh, not, can break not, the tie. Not even Devil's Advocate. I will break the tie, and I'm gonna lean Big D. I that don't feel great fine. about it, but I'm leaning that way. Okay, so Sarah Beast. Sarah Beast. Uh, oh, Derek Jesus. F. <laughs> I could see her like not liking Derek F. He hates her. So yeah, that goes to but, Aza. But, but Aza she, but was the one was who coined angry. Sarah Beast. She was super angry about Aza not taking out one of the competitors. Yeah, but they That's have true. to choose. I think I, she would. Uh, the something tells me that Sarah Beast might be able to talk herself into a woman winner by this time. Okay, well, sure. Let's go through. And also, again. It's not Aza versus Xavier in this case. It's Aza versus Big D. It's much easier to talk yourself into Fair. Uh, that scenario. Um, next up is Claire, right? Sure. Claire. Yeah, you're, Claire. you're uncertain every single time I bring up Claire in the order. Claire, I, I forget Claire and Alyssa where that happened. Claire happened first. Um, okay. So Claire is next. And I think we saw in her reaction to tiffany putting her up how progressive claire is. i think she goes aza i think she goes aza i do too Alyssa. Okay. big d big d big d i think you're right uh tiffany tiffany aza 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 yeah i agree uh hannah, hannah. aza aza so there's your five but i'm not convinced on sarah beast okay well for 
devil's advocate. Let's keep going. I'll give I'll give Sarah Beast kind of big D right now. So that makes it four three. Okay. In this scenario. So now we're at Kyland. Lyland. Lyland. Um I think he might vote Big D, even though he just evicted him. Xavier breaks a tie, Big D. I'm not convinced Xavier would give it to Big D. This is final two. Yeah, but I don't it, th- that means in this scenario, Aza has to have won and decide to take Big D. Although, what uh, what if Big D won the final HOH? <laughs> we didn't even consider this. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. That's a really good point, but... Let's assume he's not going if, to. If, okay, but but that means Aza won the final HOH and took Big D and now has two HOHs. I mm. think that's unimpeachable. Uh, in this... Okay, that's a fair in point. this face-off. Aza actually, okay, Aza actually has a chance. I thought she had zero chance. She's a very narrow path. Very narrow. But it's there. <laughs> you do look like a low-key good Aza impression. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was our nightmare scenario. But it's an interesting one to contemplate. Uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, are we picking our winners and our? Was, what, what do we think the winner? We know who we I all was, think the winner was, is. Who's going to be the final two? I was referring to Vardir. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, winner and final two predictions. I mean, for me, it's Xavier's going to win over Big D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all we all have the same. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I stopped us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we're at the point. There's there's not much more to say on the season. We'll uh, there's some screwed up TV schedule going on. I have no idea. There always is. Oh, oh, this few show things, is few housekeeping notes. Tonight is uh, clip show eve. So I hope you guys have We're your stockings up. Milk and cookies for milk Julie. And cookies ready to go. For Grodner. Um, yeah, for Grodner. Uh, I'm very excited. I doubt I'll be able to sleep much tonight, but I'll get through it and enjoy tomorrow. Uh, secondly, it's convenient that you guys haven't brought up that the final three were all members of my team. <laughs> oh, right. I actually did want to give you the proper credit. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, well, it is, but it's like you picked the obvious favorite, and then somehow they let these two. You I know, got the obvious favorite in the second round. Why did you get him in this? I don't understand. Because I, because I, okay, I was just going off the fact that, that Frenchie won an HOH. That's all it was. He uh, he won the first HOH. Yeah, yeah, because you took Frenchie in the yeah, Xavier well, spot. I could I could have just as easily taken Xavier. Just like I took them well, back to back. I know, but like, I was a yeah, turn. You, you had the snake pick. But Owen so. and I, I think, both had good first round picks too. Owen picked Kyland, who <clears throat> literally could have won. True. And I think DX was like the best player. So I'm not saying you guys didn't... <laughs> Let me. I have the final three. I don't need to give you guys credit here. Like, what are we doing? Never forget that thirty-one teams <laughs> passed on Big D and Aza. Uh, the the main thing that I want made clear is like you're actively misrepresenting the situation by saying like, "Oh, I got Xavier yeah." In the that's round. that's the point. We did not pass on Xavier twice. Sure, we, we oh, were not given the okay, opportunity. Sure, I okay. Fine. No, I'm not taking issue with that. I'm more taking issue with like. Wow, pretty smart that I got Big D and Aza. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, like I had Brittany. It's like, you know, 
if Brittany made it, I wouldn't be like, wow. Like I'm like, well, actually, I would be. So I yeah, <laughs> what, what are we talking? You 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 picked Casey four years ago, and it's all we ever Night hear you one, talk baby. about. <laughs> Still um, hasn't been uh, replicated. Owen well, thought he was going to with Kyland. My main takeaway Kyland. is that the Fraser genes have come through. <laughs> he was punched. Fisher he second. just punched in the middle. <laughs> uh, all right, so that wraps up the penultimate episode of this season of uh, Podcast Avito. Real quick, real quick. I I think I know what you're gonna say. No, I want to ask. What is the finale? Is are they doing like one of those Wednesday finales? I feel like they always do that. I think it's Thursday. Bless check. Um, stats and research. So because, I was, because either way, I have to keep this recording time. <laughs> For Thursday night, okay. I um, I also want to mention too, put it the in your calendars. There will be celeb B- BB. We have to uh, remember to do uh, the end of our finale episode next week. We have to make some predictions as to who we want on there. You were right. Is it a Wednesday? We have, we have Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, two hours. Okay. Starting at nine after Survivor. So we wouldn't be recording until one in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll still have the pod coming out normal time on Friday. Uh, but we will be podcasting Celeb Big Brother. We've done in the past. I think you gotta. Yeah. I like, I'm a fan of Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, okay. Here is, we, we've been struggling for segments at the end here. Um, prepare your draft board for Celebrity Big Brother draft to round oh. off next week's show. Oh, you know just I said already that. brought that up. <laughs> you, you, today? Like, actually, about like, 30 seconds ago. You did? <laughs> yeah. Did my brain just it, it shut was, off for a second? It was while you were looking up the, the schedule. So, I also... <laughs> see, this is where I'm going to uh, prop myself up. I think I had the best pick ever for that with um, uh, Plank. And I think Terrence had the worst <laughs> with uh, Robot Squidward. <laughs> Sicko mode. Squidward. You were Sicko like, mode. oh, uh, Robot Squidward uh, singing Sicko mode. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember that at all. Terrence picked <laughs> Robot Squidward. <laughs> what? what was what was my brain I don't know. I think point? I might have taken The Undertaker at one point. That was a good pick. Yeah. Like the Chuck Liddell. <laughs> I might pick that again. <laughs> did, did you guys know uh, in Australia, Caitlyn Jenner is on Celebrity Big Brother? There, really? What yeah. has she has she fallen that low in celebrity rate ranking? Isn't she like well kind of problematic now? Yeah, um, because she's is seemingly like a trans person that hates trans people. But <laughs> um, weird. Yeah. Um, but she abandoned her gubernatorial, however you say that name. Yeah, yeah, that race in California to go on Celebrity Big Brother in Australia. <laughs> huh. Wow. All right. So we will be back Friday night to talk about the finale of this season of Big Brother and Good Night House Guests. <laughs>